0: Orlando. Orlando. Welcome to the Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone. The voice of massive
1: magic fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone podcast, the voice of magic fans. In the virtual studio today we have Justin. Yo. Al. What's going on? Myself, Anthony, and a very special guest joining us, Magic Hall of Famer, Daryl Armstrong. (laughs) How y'all doing, fellas? Good, good. Good. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for joining us. Daryl, what have you been doing during this quarantine time? How's everything going?
2: Well, uh, I'll be honest with you. My first first two weeks, uh, I drink, ate, and slept. (laughs) (laughs) Two naps a day, no lie, just to get the day to go past and then... I said I can't do that. You know I gotta make sure I take care of my body, just just in case when this thing get back up. So I got I got on the grind and start so running like three or four miles, or five miles a day. And then I found a um, for my daughter who's in Orlando. She told me uh, I saw her on on a video with a uh, sauna performance jacket on, and man, let me tell you that it works. And I don't lost like 20 pounds in three weeks. Wow, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm almost at my plan weight. That's the crazy thing. My plan weight was
1: once
2: My plan weight was one sixty-seven. They had it on the sheet at one eighty-three. I was I, 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 soaking wet. I wasn't one eighty-three. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: might. I might need to get that information from you because I've been doing the opposite. I've I've been gaining weight during the quarantine. Yeah,
2: you get this. You get this. Uh, Son of performance jacket. You're gonna. You're gonna lose. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs>
1: um. So how, how excited are you with basketball restarting again and even more so than it might be in the city of Orlando?
2: Um, it's, it's exciting. To, I mean, I, these walls is, is small. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm excited for, for people who love sports, you know, and people who um, really love the NBA, want to see some basketball, want to see something. I mean, this has been the first time in my 51 years, you know, I, I never had – I never seen where we didn't have not one thing of sports, and now it's good that everybody's getting back. And so, uh, you know, we we'll be getting back, and I got a good uh, text this morning about we probably might be going to the gym uh, Thursday and Friday as six, six coaches are going to be in there. And um, so that, that was kind of exciting. We're going to do a Zoom tomorrow, and we'll talk about it and everything.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, it's time to kind of shake all the rust off, right?
2: Yeah, they—they uh, they gonna probably. I'm gonna—I'm gonna put a video out on on Instagram to all the players and everything. Hey, man, look, don't come in here talking because they yeah. told me retired <laughs> a, a player, old player, tell them don't come in here talking about. It. I look like I'm on crack because I've been working. It's gonna be exciting to. Um, see see these guys um uh, because i i played i played golf with jj barrero um uh, last week and you know some guys you you, you might speak to uh, on on zoom and so it, it'll be it'll be fun to just finally see these guys i t- i told Luca I, I, I said i miss you cussing me out you
1: know <laughs> 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 quiet ba you, know? so, you know it'd be great to get back to that yeah, man, we're we're all excited for everything, just to kind of at least get to semi normal. Um, now, Daryl for for those that are really familiar with you, you're kind of known as you know Mister Heart and Hustle. You're you're the guy that kind of embodies that. Um, where exactly did Heart and Hustle come from? Was that more from the media? Was it was it fan made? Was it more of a team? Where where did Heart and Hustle come from? Where did it originate?
2: I, I don't know. I don't know who who said it. Who who brought it up? But. I think the, the the way we played, the team we had, you know, we had Ben Wallace, you know, and and a lot of people didn't even know about Ben Wallace because he we be just traded him from um, Washington. Bo, we had Bo Outlaw. We, we knew I knew what type of players they was. We had we had some guys, uh, t- uh, Tyreke, Wahead, He was uh, before he got traded. We had we had some we had some tough toughness <coughs> about us, and um, <coughs> you know, maybe the fans just took on that because, you know, with with the media. When they say you only you 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 uh, predicted to win only ten games, you know uh, it was a slap in the face, and uh, so I wanted to come out and prove, you know, because we just lost Penny in the trade, uh, you know, with the Pat Garrity. Uh, so I, I just want to come out first of all, lead by example, and and um, hopefully everybody else will would fall in line. And uh, one thing I do know, I you know. With Monty Williams, Bo Outlaw, Ben Wallace, I mean, those guys, is, you know, they're solid. And, it's, and you can see, you can probably see now by, by Monty, myself, Monty uh, coaching in the NBA, you know. And um, so we, we, had, we had some guys that, that had toughness and, and had heart. And I, we had, whoever came up with it, it was beautiful because, uh, you know, we, we played for that city.
0: You guys definitely did. I mean, to this day, I think you can see fans here embrace that team. So think about that team as that, you know, it was a special time in Orlando for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you too, Daryl, what was it like playing for Doc Rivers back in those
2: days? It was fun. It was fun. It was exciting. Um, he always had practice um, where it was, it was challenging. It was competing, um, especially after a tough loss. You know, we'll come back in the gym and we'll do do a fun shooting drill to get us started, and then we'll jump into practice. But uh, he he he's a he's a hell of a coach, you know, hands down. He understands the game. He played the game. He played the most important position in the game, point guard. Um, so uh, it was fun playing for him. It was fun winning him that all the guys winning him that uh, coach of the year, and uh, you know so but you know he's 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 also a championship coach you know from boston and he's been in there a couple of times so you know he 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 got he, he got the right ingredients especially in boston with those three and he made it happen and um, you know congratulations to him because he he does he does a hell of a job and, and one thing i can say you know we we used to have some good practice when i left that practice i i was prepared and i was ready to play you know from him doing Last minute games, things, and you know, um, plays, and, and and having the defense guarded, how they gonna guard it, you know. So he always prepared us, and uh, that's why you know, that's why to me, that's why you, you got that heart and hustle because we was prepared, we was ready to, we was ready to play every night, and I love that.
0: So I think you're one of those players that'll be, you know, always kind of synonymous again with that heart and hustle in Orlando Magic history. Um, could you talk a little bit about? what the significance was of being inducted into the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame. Um and kind of walk us through how you found out and what your first reaction was.
2: Y'all yeah, not making me cry today. I'm not, not And <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we we won't stop you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but um well I was at practice and uh came back home and I saw Alex had called. So I already knew when I saw him call he ain't know he didn't ever call me. So um <laughs> when I saw when I saw his name, uh, I knew what was going on. I didn't have; it just, I just felt it, and uh, you know, it's it's always it was always good to play for them fans in Orlando. So that's why I always loved nine years, nine years, and um. I'm a I'm a free agent, I'm a walk over And um them fans always embrace me. I love playing for them. I'm not gonna lie to you. Every night I try to give them my all and I did. So it was um it's definitely an honor. Um man Shaq, Penny, Nick Anderson, T Mac, and now me. Come on. Me being undrafted, it's, it's, it's a blessing. You know, I thank God for, for the opportunity. And, um, you know, thank Orlando Magic, because, I mean, they inducted me into the Hall of Fame. They showed me love, and I appreciate
1: it. did totally not want to cry. <laughs> yeah, your secret's safe with us. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> um, Listen, Darrell, I, I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. My, my dad was a diehard Shaquille O'Neal fan, and I, I remember as a kid really, like, you know, trying to watch a game but I really didn't understand the game of basketball. I was too young to understand. And I, I really fell in love with the magic watching you and T Mac play in the in the heart and hustle days. So watching watching you guys together was was definitely an honor on my side. Um and I you know, I, I even remember, you know, as as a kid in middle school just watching watching people play and even myself having a the ten on the chest, like that number ten is still very, very special in Orlando. And I just want you to know that, you know, it doesn't matter how how long it's been since you've been to the city of Orlando or whatever the case may be, there's still a lot of love here for you. So you know, it, it, all of that is, is well-deserved, 100%. Now, from from playing, jumping into coaching, and then the transition to coaching with the Mavs, what what was that like? Because even under Doc Rivers, you got you, you got Monty Williams, a lot of head coaches coming out of, you know, players that have played for Doc Rivers. What was that transition into being a, a from a player to a coach like?
2: I mean, I had coaches who told me, Keep your, you know, keep all your information, all the stuff that they, they they could give us during the year, plays and, and things like that. Um, I remember Byron Scott telling me keep keep your information because you're gonna be a coach. And um, the transition was was it probably was right on time. To be honest with you I was trying to play my 15th year. Um, I had got a I had got an offer to play with Milwaukee. Just come in to come into training camp, not guaranteed, and I I was like, nah, I just rather wait. And then uh, right before Christmas, uh, uh, Phoenix had to sign, he, they had to sign uh, one guy, something with a roster. And Steve Kerr was, I think, the general manager, for president, where, where it was one. And and uh, they brought six guys in. And, and um, in that workout, Shaq was there. He was playing with uh, Phoenix. And in that workout, I retired. I, I retired in that workout. Um, my body, I was 40 at the time, my body told me. Uh, Troy Hudson was there, Damon Stoudemire was there, Dee Brown ended up getting a job. Uh, But right in that workout, my body just said, nah, that's it. And then about a week later, I got a call from the the Mavs. And it was very surprising because, you know, it's in the middle of the year. I got a call from the Mavs saying that they they would probably love for me to come and join them. And that's why I've been ever since. And it's, and 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 it's, it's been great because, you know, being being around this game is fun, no matter if you you know when you, you know your body can't do it, but still be around the game to help out young guys and and teach the game. And you know, my first player they, they ever gave me was JJ Barrera, and um, I played against him uh, a little bit my last one or two years. And I came downstairs, and he just got downstairs. and I said, JJ, they got me to work you out. That's so my first, that's like the first game. And, I'll, and re, with respect, he just said, "Whatever you say, let's do it." And
1: we've, we've been like this ever since. And JJ J. J. <laughs> J. Perez is a bad boy. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, that's a that's a bad boy.
0: He's had some success against the this current Magic team. So.
1: Yeah,
2: I think I think the Dallas Mavericks love playing in Orlando. Yeah, That's why, I don't know why. we play well down there. I don't
1: know why. It's because it's they got you, Da. I
2: don't, I don't know. They, they, they must be trying to play hard for me.
1: <laughs>
0: so, as someone um, who's had your experience as a player and now coach, with the accolades you've achieved and the reputation that you've built for yourself, how does that translate into how you approach coaching a guy like Luca? Um, who's had success overseas before coming to the NBA?
2: Well, I mean, he's 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 so he's so experienced. I mean, he so he got so much experience, um, and, and you you can you can see that he started early with a, a real team like Real Madrid. And uh, I talked to him; he he told me at age thirteen he was with Real Madrid, which was that's impressive, because. Um, I played with guys when I played overseas. I played with 16-year-old guys when I was 25. And um, it's just a maturity level that they get into. And uh, if you're playing at 13 years old with, with um, Real Madrid, you, you're, you're, you're something special, you're something special. And so when he got over here, first thing I just said, I ain't never seen him play um, when I wanted to see him play. And I was like, oh my God. I say, this dude can play. And when I when I saw him play, I was like, "All we gotta do is work on him walking. That's all we gotta do is work on him walking." And then, um, you know, other than that, he just took off. I mean, he's, he knows he knows what he wants. He knows how he knows angles. He knows how to get open. He knows how to get to the hole. He loves the, the step back three. And and for me, he, he you know he loves messing with me a lot. I mess with him. I don't really work him out a lot. But we'll have to shoot around. We'll play around like one on one game. Uh, um, and I just play defense, you know, and, and he'll go against me. But for for him, he I played in that league. So he knows I led the league and scoring over in the A C B where he where he came from. So he knows, uh, and I I, I really think he, he he understands. Hold on, I might not I might not even see this guy, but I know he played over in the A C B and he did something special. And so it's a lot of respect. You can see it and he's just fun He's just fun to be around. I mean he's a He's like dirt to me. He's a big kid. They, they, they go do some crazy stuff. They gonna laugh. They gonna enjoy themselves. But, um, it's just fun. To, it's fun to be around him I and mean, you can just see greatness. And, and that's the crazy part. He, he, you just see greatness. And he loves to work. He loves to work out after the practice. Um, he's more of a big co- competitor guy. Let's, let's, let's throw the ball up. Let's compete and get out of it. He's not a drill guy. He's not really a drill guy. Um, but you know what? It's been a lot of players like that in this league. That's, once you throw that ball up, it's, it's turning up time. And he's that type of player. He's that type of player.
0: Awesome. That is, that is great insight, DA. Thank you so much for, for, the, for that input um, that you're sharing with us. Um, to wrap up the interview, we're going to play a little game with you. We, we like to call it rapid fire. doesn't have to be. Uh, we call it in the old zone with Daryl Armstrong. So first question for you. Tracy McGrady or Vince Carter as teammates? Who do you prefer?
2: I have it. Y'all me. Y'all put me on.
1: And and although you have options, there's only one right answer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh boy. It'll be it'll be it'll be T Mac. Oh, well that see
1: what an option. We got we got we got Al over here. That he's a diehard Vince fan, and as much as I respect Vince, I got I got my boy T Mac all day. Yeah.
0: All right, so most improved most improved player or six man award, which one meant more?
1: Oh man, since,
2: since I got them both, I got them both in the same year. They both meant meant a lot. Um, especially the six man coming off the bench, changing the game. Um, you know, coming in off the bench and, and averaging 14, 13. I seen Jason Terry do it here with the Dallas Mavericks and he don't, he's one of the six, man. I seen James Harden do it. That's special when you can, you know, you can come off the bench and, and uh, put your, put your stamp on the game like that.
1: Has there, has there been another player to win both most improved and six Man? Nah, I'm
2: the only one.
1: You're the only one. One in
2: the history of yeah. basketball to do. Yeah.
1: Now, Daryl, you, you've obviously played with a lot of great talents. Who would you say is your all time favorite teammate? You can only choose one.
2: Man, that's, that's a hard one. I'm telling you, I'm, 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 I'm tight with a lot of them and speak to speak to them a lot. Like T-Mac will be one, Bo Outlaw will be one, Ben Walter. I still talk to Ben, and Ben is like – Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, so I, I that, that'll be a hard one. I can't even say – I won't even say because I, mean, I love Monty Williams. I love him, uh, you know. um, uh, I I appreciated Shaq you know cuz he he even though I didn't even get to play with him but he was one of my all-time favorite too and Penny Hardaway as well and so the list keep going on and you know, I I can I can I can't give you one I'm sorry
0: So last last question last question to kind of wrap it up favorite all-time Orlando Magic memory
2: Probably probably when I won uh, player of the week I, I, you know, the trophies is great, but probably when I won Player of the Week and we played AI them and we uh, went in overtime in Philly and I missed a triple double by two rebounds at thirty four, fourteen and eight and, um, and 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 just took over the game and, and I think it was the second overtime or the, or the first overtime just took over the game and had like a thirteen twelve um, points because it was always AI was my favorite one to play against and and then. Um, you know, uh, I was so hot in that game that I stepped up across the line, three-point line, badly, and they still gave me the three. So <laughs> oh, I, I, that's I, crazy. I was hot, but, um, you know, just winning that, winning that, and, and, and it was crazy. Hold on, let me show it to you. This is what crazy. Here it is, right here. Wow. Oh,
0: wow. Oh, yeah, that's what right
2: cool. Here. And so this, this was special because you know, that that whole week I was MVP for the whole week. <laughs> they, had one, they only had one player of the week back, back then, and then um, then they started doing East and West. But I was the player of the week for the for the whole week and uh, average, which is crazy 20, 20, 22 points, five assists, four rebounds, in thirty minutes, three from four steals, shot fifty five percent, and 90, 96 on the free throw line that week, so yeah, that's it's 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 that's that's probably special. And like I say, I, I always love playing against AI, and he was one of the best in the in the league. And so it was that's that's my memorable moment. Anytime I played against him,
1: I love that because especially in that time frame, there's so many there was so many big boys, and you know it, it's it was the game was so much more physical then than it is now. And, and the fact that you kind of took over like that, I mean that's that's it's no that's no easy task for sure, yeah,
2: but it, you know like you said, it's it's when you you're out there competing and you, and you can and it, you can get embarrassed easy at the point guard position every night I ain't ready to so, uh i had to bring my a game and i had to bring that toughness and uh that's what i done.
1: Daryl, we appreciate you so much for joining us. I, I love it it's such a good feeling because you're to me, you're a legend in our city. It's such a good feeling to know that Dallas is taking good care of you. I'm really upset that they made the phone call before we made the phone call. If they ever stop taking care of you, you make sure you take a one plane ticket back to Orlando and we'll we'll talk to whoever it is that we need to talk to because your Orlando will always be home for you. We appreciate, okay. appreciate you, man. Appreciate
2: Thank you, fellas.
1: Absolutely. All right. And that was Quarantine with Daryl Armstrong. (laughs) Thank you for
0: listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic fans.
1: Be sure to visit our website, theozonepod.com. And remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.